Hey everybody, this is Rob. And this is Sarah. And you're listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 158. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome. Uh, we're taping on Groundhog's Day. We are. It is Groundhog's Day. And you know what I got to say? With the way the weather has been here in the Bay Area this winter, I wouldn't mind another six weeks of it. Yeah. It's been ridiculously beautiful. It's been crazy, like pendulum swings here like 50 degrees one day and then like 15 degrees the next day it's uh it's tough for a body to get used to yeah hey everybody i was gonna do the opening again like it was groundhog's day (laughs) (laughs) that's good and then it's playing i got you babe on the alarm clock every morning yes i like that movie good movie um all right so what are you drinking oh i'm drinking some delicious rosé Ooh, i love rosé I'm pretending that it's summer. I had kind of a bad day today, and I got home and thought, you know, I'm going to pretend that I'm with Rob at a cafe in Chicago, like we oh. actually were this summer. Remember, that Weekend was fun. Of your wedding. That was Here's good. A sip. Yeah, and I'm I'm drinking <sighs> a, a delicious uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from a place where we the Adelaide Winery, where mm. we became wine club members together. Lots to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. First of all, remember that puppy contest that we had in December and then we didn't record for a few weeks? The puppy calendar contest. We have a winner. Drum roll. Ding, ding, ding. Ta-da. Leonard G. in Dallas. You are our puppy calendar winner. Woohoo! Congratulations. Congratulations. So, um, sorry you didn't get to see January. Well, he will still get to see it. He won't (laughs) get to see it on his wall. Yeah. Um, so we, I will send you a note, and you can send me your address, and we will have that shipped right out to you. Thank you to everybody who entered. Sorry for the delay. It's holiday season. Got got us uh, off schedule. Got us all uh, Twitter-pated, but um, excited to have puppies for the rest of the puppies. month. It's really cute. Don't forget, it's that super cute calendar by um, a young photographer named Zoe Polka, and there's a link to it um, in our holiday gift guide, so you can go check it out. And then another fun thing I wanted to tell you guys about was that our friends over at the Flat 29's Big Book of Everything podcast, you know, those cute British boys, Dan, Charlie, and Rich, um, who do a comedy music podcast where they do a a song, an original song every week, a novelty song. They made an album. They took a hiatus from the podcast all summer and uh, produced some of their old songs and a couple of new ones and remixed them and jazzed them up. And they have a really, really great new album. It's called Secret Handshake. Love it. Yes. And you can go to flat29.com and I'm sure the info is there, but you can go directly to flat29.bandcamp.com and you can buy it on, you can download it. It's a great way to support podcasters. They put a lot of work into their show, which you get to listen to for free. So yeah, it's a good way to support them. And I've heard that there might be some guest starring. Oh yeah. I do make a couple of cameos. Um, See if you can find them. Excellent. Let me know. Uh, so everybody should go check that out. They're, Super they're, exciting. They're, they're good guys. And I'm going to get to meet them in person when I'm in <gasps> England next month. So exciting. Five weeks. Oh, my gosh. From today. I had a little bit of a scare yesterday because I couldn't find my passport. Ooh. And then I spent – it wasn't in the drawer where it always is. And I mm-hmm. was like, well, that's no good because it's been there for three years and now I'm actually going out of the country. <laughs> so where right. is it? And then I kind of freaked out. For about two hours, looked in every drawer and cabinet in my house, mm-hmm. um, thinking, no, yeah, maybe I moved it and put it somewhere. 
And then <laughs> I'm very specific. Well, I have a tendency to do that, right? I'd be like, oh, I need to remember where this is. I'm going to put it here. And then all I can ever remember is that I put it somewhere. Yes. But the missing information is the location. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. Like, oh, I got to remember. I'm going to put this here. So I remember. I got to put this someplace, someplace, someplace important. I'm sure the place is important. I just don't remember. I just don't know where it is, but it's very important. So important that it's top secret even to me. But you will be glad to know that I eventually found the passport. Do you want to know where it was? Where was it? Can you guess? Um, no. In the drawer where I thought it was. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I had looked Underneath in that something? drawer about eight times. I took the drawers out. It's in a little butcher box card. I was like feeling my hands on the top of the drawer in case it was stuck. And then at some point, I don't know what possessed me to go back there. I was like, I'm going to look in that first wire drawer, down, the wire basket drawer, first one mm-hmm. down. And I pulled it out and kind of poked around. I was like, what? What? And there it was. Does that, that always makes me feel like the borrowers or something. They were there. Someone. Like some, yes. Because, I mean, I don't know how I missed it. Or had taken it. And they're like, she's looking for it. Quickly return it. Yes. But I have it, which is good because I'm going to England. Don't forget, British listeners, I will hang out with you. She will. <laughs> Send me an email. Sarah uh, at howmuchdowelove.com. S-A-R-A. No H. Uh, and speaking of things British, that's going to get us to yes. uh, this first kind of, I think, havesy topic, because I'm pretty confident that we've talked about this before, but we had some oh, listeners sure and, yeah. and and friends posting me like, how have you not talked about uh, Downton Abbey? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it a couple of times, in fact. Um, but anyway, I'm how much? Sh- I am 100% we- sure we talked about it. How much do we love it? So much. We love that it. We love that it's back. I tell people that I... You know, I had the option of possibly, you know, downloading uh, this second season earlier. And I said, no, you know, in Chicago in January, it's one of the only things that like gets me through the winter. Like yes. I love savoring it on Sunday nights. Um, really awesome and fun and great TV. Although I, I had coffee with a friend this week and she's so right. She's like, it's kind of just a soap opera with better costumes. Oh, and it's I was like, absolutely a soap opera. I'm and like, the second uh, season yes. is, I don't uh, know how far in you are. It's really soapy. Yeah, it's pretty soap opera-y. There's a few storylines that are so implausible that it's a little laughable, but I don't care because I love those okay. people. Yeah, I love the them. clothes. And I like any sort of uh, upstairs, downstairs drama. Yes. Um I got to have like a mini theme party with our friend and listener Gail this oh. past Sunday. She, you know, we were like tweeting, and she's like, "Are are you watching? You should come over some night, and we could watch. We could watch on some Sunday night together." And we made plans. And I got over, and she had made like a yummy traditional um, Scottish like meat stew. I it think was her delicious. father is Scottish. Yes, so he she's is. got it in this her was, blood. Mm-hmm. This was mince, she was calling it, mm-hmm. and it was delicious. All, all I know it was it was delicious, and if it had been cooked uh, till it was a little drier and served on a bun, and it would have been a lot like an Iowa made right sandwich. It was made right sandwich. Is that like a loose meat sandwich? It's like a loose meat sandwich. It's oh. in fact, it's exactly like a loose meat sandwich. Never heard that. I love these. Well, made right sandwich is like the, names. Made right is like the. Um, is the name brand. There's like oh. little little diner uh, loose meat sandwich places all through Iowa called Made Rights. Oh, like Roseanne. Yeah. Well, and I wondered if they kind of just wanted to call it Made Right and they wouldn't let them, so they made them call it Loose Meats. Hmm. I didn't really ma- remember what it was called, but that was the first time I heard of Loose Meat. 
Oh, it's so good. It's a terrible name, though. It really is. It is. Made right is better. Oh, way better. So, like at like, a church supper, you they say you're gonna have made rights. Yeah, that's anyway correct because they're made anyway, right. So you had Gail that. made this delicious mince, and we had um, yummy rye and ginger to start off the night Ooh. cocktails, and delicious kind of British themed cheese plate with Stilton and English cheddar and delicious little yummy crackers that she had like brought back from England with her from Marks and Spencer. It was delicious. Yeah, fancy. So and nice. She, and she told me to wear soft pants because we were going to be super <gasps> cash. And then there was this awesome cheese plate. I was like, well, uh, you know what I like better than wearing soft pants to a friend's house? When there's a fancy cheese plate to go with it. Because that is like, that's the meeting of my worlds right there. Soft like, pants and a cheese plate is a recipe yeah, for success. Like, touch of fancy that I can eat as much of as I want because I'm wearing my soft pants. Oh, that's good. You know, I did. Oh. I didn't wear my soft pants over. She did fully say, "Full, f- feel free to uh, either wear soft pants over or bring some." But it was too cold. But I wore my favorite, like cardigan, that is pretty much like my version of a house coat right. <laughs> that I just wear every night when I'm watching TV. Can I give you a super fast soft pants sidebar? It's really fast. Please. I just thought of this last night. How much do we love soft pants that have pockets? I have two th- yes, I love them. But if I wear soft pants with pockets to bed, my husband reaches over and puts his hand in my pocket while we're sleeping and it drives me nuts. <laughs> That's weird. That's it's weird. totally weird. And he loves doing it because he knows it makes me crazy and I scream. I'm like, get your hands out of my pocket. That's funny. I only so I feel like the ladies' soft pants usually don't have pockets. You know, like the yeah. fleece ones from old navy, but my green my blue and white no, yeah, my blue and white striped ones, they have pockets. I can put my phone in there. Yeah, and that way if you need to walk and get some coffee on a Sunday morning. Mm, they're not outside soft pants. <laughs> we just had I okay, I had a whole soft pants discussion this week because our friend Heidi informed me that she brought the term soft pants backstage with her when she went to see the Broadway musical. Yes. On a clear day you can see forever and full on the whole cast including Harry Connick Jr. <gasps> have embraced the concept of soft pants and talk about soft pants all the time. Like the whole cast is like, well, guys, uh, anybody going to up for hanging out in soft pants tonight and having a couple drinks? She's I like, I just want to let you know it's it's everywhere, including, you know, Harry's dressing room. I didn't talking. know it went all the way to Harry, but I got a text message from our friend Sean, who was Harry's standby. And he said, hi, Sarah, just thought you should know. Heidi visited and introduced me to the term soft pants, and it's perfect. Everyone at my show is using it regularly now. I didn't know that meant, including Harry Connick Jr. My friend Patrick just texted me, I found the most perfect soft pants on sale at Lulu. Just felt I had to let you know. Love yeah. you, miss you, Sean. <laughs> and then he said, I said, it's so good to hear from you. And he said, I am doing laundry today and I'm conflicted because I want to be comfy yet fashionable while I go to the laundromat, but all my soft pants need to be washed. It's really quite a tough spot I'm in. I think I'll just have to bite the bullet and wear my cords. And I said, well, awesome. you know, cords are the soft pants of hard pants. Yes. Because I think that's true. They are, to me, they are the soft pants of hard pants. That's what I wear every day in the winter. Wow, that was a longer soft pants sidebar than I meant. But it's always good to revisit 
Soft, soft pants. pants. You heard it here first. You did. So um, we we enjoy we enjoy the masterpiece classic. We like to put on some soft pants on a Sunday night. And so uh, yes, listeners, we are loving it as much as you are. And uh, thanks for keep the conversation going on our on our wall. Though we like uh, hearing your thoughts about all the awesome characters and storylines and such. And then if you haven't watched it, you can get all of season one on. I think you can get it on the PBS website. You can get it streaming on Netflix. You can get it streaming on Amazon. It's everywhere. It's easy to yeah. see. It's really good. And then also another one that I enjoyed that I believe we spoke of when the first season was on is the, it's under Masterpiece Mystery, and that's the new version of Sherlock. There were only three episodes, and then there was a season two that already aired in the UK, but it hasn't aired here yet. And um, that's another good one. The first season is re-airing right now on Mystery, I think, and it's also available on all those streaming things. So I recommend that one. I don't think you've seen that one, right? I have not. It's, it's modern day. It's a new take. I feel like we did talk about it because the guy who plays Sherlock is has is named Benedict Cumberbatch. Which yes, is I do remember that part. Fantastic, ridiculous name. Yeah. So Downton Abbey and Sherlock, we still love them, and now there's a season two of each. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna jet propel right into you know it's February. I know. Uh, we, it feels like we just got done getting gifts and making gifts and uh, so on for the holidays. But I know some of you might be thinking of some fun Valentine's Day gift ideas. And we want to direct you one more time to our How Much Do We Love gift guide, where you can kind of see all of the fun products and things that we dig um, kind of all put together in one place that Sarah's organized for you to make shopping online easier. It's a lot of – and there's a good range of stuff from like, you know – six dollars two hundred dollars so it's a good place yeah. to look if you're looking for a gift it's all stuff we've talked about or that we love and we're, i'm always adding to it so it's really just more a gift guide than a holiday gift guide at this point absolutely yeah. and um what uh, a couple of the things we wanted to highlight uh have been on there since the holidays one of them is i love my whirly pop popcorn maker now tell me about that because i am not familiar i mean I, I, i've seen it okay. but i don't really know what the story is no i I grew up in a house where my dad made popcorn on the stovetop. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as much as I enjoy microwave popcorn, eh. and I, I I definitely don't like what the 80s did to us and air poppers. Yeah. I'm not a fan of no. how. So like, if anyone can make like, and every once in a while I have, have a, uh, our friend Christine would come over and she would like to make stovetop um popcorn but she was doing like the like get out the stock pot and like right. stand there shaking it shaking it the whirly pop is this super lightweight like deep kettle it looks like a giant sauce pan yeah it has a handle right one handle it like a has a hand it has yeah and it has a it has a handle on it um but the cool thing about it is you don't really have to stand and shake it because at the end of the handle is this tiny little crank oh and so you you get it going, and when you hear the first kernel go, you just start gently, and you can be kind of like gently uh, uh, turning the crank, and because there's this like wand at the bottom of the pan that keeps ah, the kernel, all right. doesn't burn. But as soon as it really, as soon as it starts uh, popping, then you really want to be moving those kernels around, and then it it has a lid that has like a little hinge on it. So it's like a handheld version of the thing you have at the movie theaters. So then you just like pour it out and the little door kind of flies open because there's a hinge oh, on it. Oh, perfect. Lid. So you don't have to take the lid off. It just opens. Absolutely. And it tastes so delicious. Yum. 
And um, I got mine from Crate and Barrel where it's not under the brand name Whirly Pop, but it is a Whirly Pop. Like it, it, it's made by Whirly Pop for Crate and Barrel and it's called like movie theater style popper. And they're like only like 20, like 30 20 bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're super lightweight and um, they're really good. And they of course come with these ridiculously not so good for you packets of oil and seasoning nice. and corn for your like first trip mm. and, but after that I was like mm, no let's just try this with regular old uh you know and to like uh, to get like a jar of like Orville Redenbacher yes <laughs> it, it is so cheap it's so that cheap a, such a cheap snack anyway I really enjoy it and I think if you were going to do Valentine's you know how we like to do like gift gifty kind of things if yeah. you, that would be like a fun date night present Movie to night. give someone to give them, yeah, do DVD like a DVD or like make a date to watch Downton Abbey, which is so romantic, by the way. Ooh, it's a good Valentine's Day show. And like, and how do like a whirly pop yeah. and and like a thing of popcorn and and a DVD or whatever. I think That's that would a be a really, gift. I think it would be a good gift. No, or like to give to your favorite couple too, like to your parents oh, yeah. or, or in laws or sister or whatever, to be like, hey, you, you guys should have a really fun date night. Treat yourself to night in or whatever. That's a great that... idea. Now you know I have I realized I have something similar, but it's a it's a plug in appliance. It doesn't go on mm. the stove, and it's called the Stir Crazy. Yes, I'm John Michael Haas had one of those. Yeah, it makes great. It's the same idea, right? So it's like yeah. a, essentially looks kind of like a big round electric skillet, and you just plug it in. It has a big domed lid, like a clear plastic domed lid, and then it has that wand, but it's plugs in, so it just automatically you put the corn and the oil in, and it automatically spins around and does it without the turning but it sounds like exactly the same yeah similar concept but concept, it's just yeah a, it, it I, I don't know something about it it tastes better and I'm not generally a fan of like having um I don't know this sounds very Ina Garten I'm not generally a fan of having like a pan that only has one right function. that's very Alton Brown is what that is so he calls but that a I, unitasker he's like don't yeah. have any unit mine is taking up an enormous I think yours sounds better because you make it on the stovetop and it takes up the same amount of space as a yeah. saucepan. Mine's kind of like the size of an electric wok. And it's yeah. like in the back part. It's so big that it's stored in like the very back of one of my cupboards so I don't ever get it. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I am. Like I, I, I feel okay about that and I feel okay about my um, – Madeline pan yes. because that's well, so thin. Yes. It can just sit in the in the. It can nest inside of the other sheet pans and it's fine. The, I don't feel guilty about having it. Nice. The stir crazy also has a little spot on the top of the dome where you with the, with holes in it with where you can put butter and then the steam from the popcorn melts it and it drips oh. down onto the popcorn. Oh, I think our air popper actually used to have that too. Like it was a little container that you could put yeah. your butter. It's really just as easy to put. Pour melted butter on it and toss it around in a bowl, frankly. But the other thing is the stir crazy, you can flip it over and then the lid is the bowl. But that also just seems kind of dumb. And I feel like the whirly pop might be better. But the stir crazy is another one if you have cabinet space and like a dedicated appliance. Uh, there you go. There and you go. Um, if you want to do some touch of fancy with your whirly pop gift set. Oh, I know a, one. What's a yours? small a small bottle of truffle yes, oil. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It is the Ooh. best thing. I'm like, gonna why make that tonight because you know what I'm having for dinner? Good. Wine. <laughs> that's oh, what I'm oh, that's having. it. Okay, I, wasn't I was waiting for the no. entree, but that is the uh, that it. is the, that is the three course prefix right there. <laughs> <That was fine. laughs> Some more wine, and then I might have a little more wine. I I made a little bit of cheese and crackers on a plate, but it doesn't really 
appeal yeah. to me. I was in kind of a crappy mood earlier, and it's I was more excited. Of an amuse. <laughs> yes, an, a, exactly, an amuse and some booze. But now I'm gonna make popcorn and I'm gonna put truffle oil on it, or maybe some truffle salt. Oh, delicious. That's a, that's a topic for another day. Truffle, okay. truffle accoutrement. That touch of fancy. Oh, that is one of the. That's a great description of a touch of. That's a great definition of a touch of fancy. Yeah. Um, Ooh, popcorn, so truffle oil. <laughs> one more thing on the gift guide that I yes. think you should uh, check out, and uh, we don't. If you have not yet bandwagoned it with Pink Martini, mm. uh, this past holiday, uh, I think it came out in December. Uh, they came out with two albums. One called 1969, which they recorded with a. Uh, Japanese pop star, which is very interesting uh, al- album, and it's all songs that came out in 1969, reimagined. So it has everything from like Puff the Magic Dragon on it to like jazz songs. Interesting album, not my favorite of their albums, but very interesting. But the one I love, and that it would be the perfect way to like either introduce a friend or a parent or uh, some someone you're dating to Pink Martini because you already like them, or maybe you haven't taken the plunge to liking pink martini they did a great retrospective and the packaging of it is gorgeous and i was just having this conversation the other day there is that there are some albums that it's visceral i want to touch the cd Mm -hmm. i want to read the liner notes and this comes like a little book it's a it's a it's actually bound like a book and has pages and has lots of pictures of them through all of their travels thus far in their career and has like rare studio recordings of some of the things you may know it has some like uh scaled down orchestrations of songs of theirs nice. you may know has some of their their kind of quote unquote greatest hits not that they're like ever on like mainstream re- radio right. but stuff you might recognize Love it. um and some stuff they haven't released yet. So it is, I, I like when a greatest hits or a look back uh, kind of encapsulates everything you like about an artist, but isn't just like a mixtape of everything you it's already have. kind of literally their greatest hits. Yeah. It's not just a compilation of songs right. you might know. Right. And this really, it truly is a retrospective. It, it looks back at the stuff that they've done and uh, it's just oh, beautiful. Great. And it, um, it's kind of like this beautiful, like matte finish book. And then like the last page feels like cardboard and that's the little sleeve where the CD lives. And I love it. And the first time I looked at it, I'm like, wow, this would be a beautiful gift to give somebody just like a little bit like, you know, and again, like that's a good pink martini. I'm telling you folks is the perfect date night dinner party music. Well, it would be a good gift with the whirly pop maybe then. Maybe. With a movie and mu- music and some popcorn and maybe a bottle of wine. Wow. Sexy. Right? I like it. Hey, Valentine's I'm using Day. my romantic sexy voice. <laughs> you are, I can tell. <laughs> can you tell? Maybe I can it's tell. because I've had half a bottle of wine. Uh, there it is. <laughs> She's on to course two, folks. I'm sort of sad because I finished my glass and I won't get to refill it until we're done. Um, oh. I, you know, I just, I haven't. I have the bottle. Nice. Why didn't I do it? Oh, it's because it's cold. That's, that's <laughs> well, like, I'm what drinking a rookie French move. Beer. Don't put it on the table, Sarah. Oh. It's because it's, I want it to be cold because it's delicious rosé. All Excellent. right. All right. One more little area to, to, uh, hit. Now, last week we talked about Poker Pals and you hadn't played it before. I hadn't. And I'm all in folks to quote. Wow. Sarah. That was, a, that's I a am. good poker reference there. I am all in. Fun, right? I really like it. And you don't, 
I mean, you, it's nice if you have a sense of poker or card sense, but it really is just more kind like of a like a puzzle board game than poker. Absolutely. They, um, and it's fun. And I like the turn-based game. I love I li- about it. I like, um, there are some days, I, you know, I just started back to work this week. So there's sometimes that I have downtime and I can do all of my turns at once. And there's sometimes I can go back and forth like texting with mm-hmm. some. Yes, you can just play almost real time. But sometimes it's kind of delightful when I pick up my phone. I'm like, oh, there's a, you know, a seven yep. pop thing telling me I have seven turns I can take on games. I like it. It's fun. Uh, and I also, I I like that there's enough skill that you feel a sense of accomplishment if you're doing well, but there's enough chance to it that I also don't go to a, a bad game place. Yeah, I, that's, that? a, that's a good description. <laughs> My bad video game place. Yeah. Um, now, and that's an iOS game. And then I will quickly mention another one that we hadn't planned to talk about that I haven't actually played yet, but I'm excited about. It's um, Ticket to Ride, which is a board game. Ooh. And it's really fun. You're placing train cars on a route along a map. It's a great kind of strategy game. It, I've played it before on um, Xbox Live Arcade, but there was an iPhone and iPad version of it, and they had multiplayer, but it was only local, so like on the same network, which wasn't useful to me. But they just came out with an update today, and now it's multiplayer asynchronous, you know, like via Game Center. So I just bought it, um, started a game with me, Ticket to Ride. It's like $2.00. It's a, it's a great classic game, so hopefully the iPhone and iPad versions will be good. But then I want to talk – I know the people who don't have iPhones are like, blah, blah. Why don't they talk about something that's interesting to me? <laughs> so I have another game that everybody can play because it's on the iOS. It's on Android. It's on the Kindle. It actually started on the Kindle. Mm. And it's on Facebook. So there you go. It's called Triple Town. It's a, it's a match three puzzle game. And it, um, it's really cute looking, but it's mm-hmm. deceptively complex. It's easy to just pick it up and start playing. But if you really want to get a high score, you have to work pretty hard. Um, I'm a little obsessed with it. Triple Town. Um, you're placing items on a, on a little grid that's a map of a town. So you might place grass in one square. And it, when you put three pieces of grass together... Um, that are adjacent to each other, they they merge and turn into a bush. And if you put three bushes together, they turn into a tree. And three trees make a hut. And three huts make a house. And so on and so on and so on. And then your nemesis, your nemeses are some super cute bears. Which we like cute my, bears in a game. My, my husband is like, oh, those remind me of you, how they're bouncing around. They're real cute, although they're <laughs> kind of a pain in the ass. So anyway. Well, I think down. that's exactly what he was going for. <laughs> Fair enough. Cute, yes, but kind of a pain in the ass. But it's 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 a great casual game. There's no stress. I like it a lot, and really, you can play it just about anywhere. But it's on Facebook. Triple Town, Triple, Triple Town, One Two Three Town. It's cute looking, and when you get out, when you like accomplish, it's one of those games where you have to kind of think a few steps ahead, and then when you do, and you actually accomplish what you were going for, it's very satisfying. I like, I like it. That. All right, so. I think we should recap. All right, let's re- recap. Um, congratulations to Leonard in Dallas. You're the puppy calendar winner. Ding, puppy ding, ding. Calendar ding, ding. winner from Zoe Polka Photography. So cute, puppies. Super cute. Um, congratulations to Flat 29 on their awesome album, Secret Handshake. They're, like their production values are ridiculous. I, considering that we record our show with like two tin cans and a USB cable, <laughs> I Correct. certainly appreciate it. But there, it just sounds great. 
Yeah. Um, so go check it out, you guys, at flat29.com or flat29.bandcamp.com. And, um, and go ahead and buy a copy. It's real good. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and how much do we love uh, Sunday nights on PBS with the Masterpiece Classics, Downton Abbey, and Sherlock? Check them out. They're all over the place. You can yep. watch them online, streaming. Uh, it's really good TV. Good. And, you know, I will say, I, like, I thought I wasn't into the period dramas and the costume dramas. I love I'm them. I'm totally into it now. Now I look on Netflix and like, what else? If you like Downton Abbey, you might also like, and I will watch all of those. Cranford, that's another really, oh, really good Cranford one. is so good. Ooh, Cranford is good. Um, and so then, is Little Dorrit. That's on my list. Little Dorrit's on my uh, Little Dorrit. I did uh, Bleak House is the one that's on my list. I'm gonna have to put a whole bunch of this stuff on my iPad for my 10 hour flight to England to get me in the mood. Totally get you in the mood. Yes, I went to tea to get in the mood <laughs> with a friend of mine. I found a tea a tea house. That's fun. Like I like a tea show. house. It's actually an, an equestrian and polo shop that is also a tea room. Okay, that's gonna be a topic. We like a tea room. We like a tea room. It was good because it wasn't all girly and chintzy yep. and flowers. It was sort of no, manly it and doesn't plaid. need to be. I it was like good. it. There were scones and sandwiches and <gasps> it was good. Clotted Double- cream. Yes. I kind of really went for the clotted cream. I mean that's the reason I went. <laughs> oh wait, and also but sidebar, Sherlock is actually under masterpiece mystery. So if you're putting a season yes. pass in your DVR, you want masterpiece classic and masterpiece mystery. Mine shows up both for some reason because I oh, do not it have it on your on your yeah. cable provider probably. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right. check out um, a couple of the things over on the How Much Do We Love gift guide. It's uh, lots of fun ideas for your Valentine. And um, a couple of them that we were highlighting this episode are the Whirly Pop Popcorn Maker and the Pink Martini Retrospective CD. It's really good. Oh, I'm going to get it. I don't have it. Oh, it's really good. Okay. And then we also love a few um, video games. We love Poker Pals still. We think we're going to love Ticket to Ride. I'm pretty sure we will just because it's a, yeah. it's a, also just a great actual classic board game. It's also really fun on Xbox Live Arcade. Um, and then my other new obsession, Triple Town. And that's for iOS, Android, Kindle, or on Facebook. I really feel like that covers everybody. Yeah. I feel like if you listen to the show, you probably are at least on Facebook, even if you don't have a smartphone. Probably. Um, if not, you should. It's free. And then you can play Triple Town. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Enjoyable. Um, and once again, you can find us on Game Center. I am Sally Peanut, S-A-L-L-Y-P-N-U-T. And I'm Rob Lindley, just like my name with no space, R-O-B-L-I-N-D-L-E-Y. Friend us up. Um, you can always send us an email about what you love to podcast at howmuchdoelove.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just always search for HowMuchDoLove.com. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. And we want to thank you all for listening. And we love hearing from you. So take us up on that. We really want to know what you love as well. Um, Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. 